It's Badge, it's Tara, hello, welcome to this week's podcast. So today we're going to be talking about something that probably a lot of people eat. Tara has promoted quite heavily in the past to eat, um, and we'll find out, should you be eating peanut butter? Um, and also we have the question, now this is a question I have from uh, from Shell for today, and that is, you know when you have, you've you've kind of committed to the party season. Yes. Particularly as, you know, it was Beaujolais Day. Oh, the best day uh, the, ever. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. Give me a kebab in one hand and a pint in the other and I only drink beer. Sorry, people. Do I people can't drink Beaujolais Day on Beaujolais no, Day? No, nobody drinks Beaujolais on Beaujolais Day. <laughs> You tasted it. It's great. It's right no, I've always been warned off it. Not good enough to put on your chips is the way I've had it described to me by most wine connoisseurs. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, party season is here, and you know, lots of people say, "Oh, and I know it isn't." Yeah, it is because Christmas lights come now. This yes. is when you get the Christmas light switch on. Uh, there was all that temptation of what you do. Um, how do you battle it? Do you battle it? Should you battle it? I think we should embrace it with some mindfulness. So top words there. We've got to enjoy ourselves. And that's what life is all about, isn't it? But it doesn't mean to say that on Monday when you wake up of the, I don't know, let's say the day after Beaujolais Day, there's going to be some hangovers, I'm sure. And then you just carry on eating the junk all the way through because you're just thinking in your mind, oh, it's Christmas. And you mm-hmm. just use that excuse then because, you know, people are just going to be feeling rubbish particularly in the new year then when it's like why did i do it again so we kind of have the same conversations every 12 months we we? do yeah absolutely a great hangover cure by the way we do this one every 12 months as well uh so this is half a pint of orange juice full of sugar i know half a pint of diet coke again you know not exactly great for you but full fat coke is actually probably going to do you more good uh two solpidine and a barocca you put that all in one glass and then pour it down the drain and think blimey i nearly drunk that (laughs) um don't don't now the secret there is a secret isn't there to beating a hangover first of all um, before yeah. we before, let's talk about the consequences before we, we talk, talk about, about the action yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that is drink plenty of water 100% uh, this will stop you binge eating yeah it, when you when you get in from the pub yeah uh, so a, a good two pints of water is a great idea because yeah. it'll stop you It'll make you flush out all the contaminants. Yeah, it's all dehydration at the end of the day, isn't it? So, uh, like, my big trick and um, what we do at home is to always make sure at least a pint of water has been drunk before bedtime. Like, Mm -hmm. even if you're like, I think I'm going to be okay, because you all tell yourself you're going to be okay, but you're not, is drink that. Mm -hmm. The next morning, then, I always think the big trick is, because you kind of don't sleep very well anyway, so that's another reason why, you know, drinking alcohol is not good. So you kind of wake up a little bit early in the morning. Sometimes you're a little bit like, oh, I don't think I feel bad because the brick wall hasn't turned up yet yeah, yeah. so then it's get up but it's approaching it's really approaching, quick <laughs> drink more water take two paracetamols and sometimes get like that a little bit more extra sleep if you can or just relax and water is the trick and and drink it throughout um you know your your alcohol session as well it's not going to sober you up so you're still going to enjoy yourself but it'll just prevent those feelings of the hangover the next day and and you know a lot of people they will just eat themselves into misery until monday morning the carbo below is actually doing anything is it no just it's it's like absorbing it. all of the alcohol mm. it's concentrating the alcohol and it's kind of people say oh i'll eat i'll eat that'll, that'll get me through it i'll eat this if i eat it'll it'll make me feel better actually when have you ever eaten and it did make you feel better i know it's it's rare that that happens so by drinking lots of water that's making a massive difference um 
also, when we talk about the amount of calories that are intake, and I, lots of people are going, no, don't go there. We don't want to hear this. <laughs> how, how many calories there are? Let's forget about Beaujolais because that's, you know, if you did drink it, it would be the le- least calorific thing that you could drink because A, it's ra- it's rancid. Um, and B, oh, the Beaujolais, what was it like? I don't know, rancid. Oh, all right. um, and and also because it's wine, so it's yeah. quite low in, it, it's lowish in calories, not as low as good vodka. Or, yeah, and not as high as cocktails, which a lot of people drink these days as well, isn't it? Yeah. So, that that's why weight loss is so hard at this time of year because it's not just what you're eating it's what you're drinking on top mm. of it and when you drink alcohol it's not just the alcohol calories you've got the alcohol calories and then when you're drinking alcohol you've got the munchies so you end up mm. eating something and then it's the hangover calories so it's like the three things which are an absolute nightmare to be taken on um, also in all great bank accounts you'll be budgeting Mm-hmm. And I don't mean financially, but you'd be budgeting calories. Yeah. And I think if you could budget calories and get an idea, you know, when I when I was a kid, and I mean, you know, when I was eight or nine, they, they, you know, you'd sit in the pub now and again. Well, actually, we were rarely allowed in the pub. We normally sit in the car with a bag of crisps. My dad was in the <laughs> pub. But they, there was this, oh, yes, yes, oh, yes, your Uncle Bryn, a drinker, oh, a great drinker, Uncle Bryn. He could down 15 pints, no problem whatsoever. Yeah, he could. But most of the time, even if he was sober, you couldn't actually understand what he was talking about. Yeah. Um, so if you can budget to what you're going to drink, yeah. then you kind of know exactly what you're going to be dealing with the day after. So you get into... I mean, it's difficult now because everybody's got a phone and Apple Pay makes it too easy to get yes, yourself out into a pub. Yeah. Uh, but if you get an idea of, right, okay, I am going to do no more than, say, I don't know, four pints of beer, yeah. or I'm not going to do anything more than a bottle of wine, or I'm not going to do anything more than two cocktails, yeah. then after that, I'll start moderating it a little bit. I won't be spending half of the time in A&E, which yeah. can also be a consequence of it, and the other half of it in a very well-known burger establishment, <laughs> arguing with the guy of why it is it doesn't look like what it is on the screen. <laughs> Been there, done that. It doesn't look anything like the photo. <laughs> Go away. Um so if you can budget it, then that can make a massive difference as well. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's going into it knowing that you can massively have the best time ever, but be sensible. So be sensible with what you're choosing. So go for lower calorie alcoholic drinks like gin and tonics or vodka and sodas. Um, and, you know, just be responsible with it. Yeah. OK. Now, next, peanut butter. Mm. You used to tell me, oh, if you fancy a little snack in the afternoon, teaspoon of peanut butter, stick a celery, make a marvellous snack. Is that true? Yes. All right, still. good. All right, okay. But this is That's the okay, thing. Then. Like, what size teaspoon? Oh, like, um, round about, you know, the size that the nursemaid used to have? Do you know, like, the kind of thing she used to give you cough mixture in? That size, <laughs> right? I don't mean, like, a tiny little plastic one. I mean, like, a ladle. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm guessing you're not talking about that. Yes, yeah. The kind of half, half a pot of sun pat is not an ideal compromise. No, no, and that's the issue. So, yes, we know that peanut butter is something that it's like, it's a bit of a fashionable food now, isn't it? You know, mm. fit pros are uh, eating it, and all these health-conscious people are loving their nut butters on stuff but it is very easy to overeat so eat it with caution you can very much enjoy it so the types of things i would always say is yeah enjoy it with some celery um some apple or fruit or put it onto a rice cake very nice but be careful with your portion because you can very easily do something like get a knife or a teaspoon put your amount that you have in but then go for a little bit more and while you're doing it then have a little bit more and lick the spoon and it is really calorie dense so 
all of a sudden, something where you're like, oh, this is going to be about 100 calories of peanut butter, make this figure up now, turns into 250. And then when you're having things like that regularly, it's one of those things where um, you're like, oh, but I only had this and it's healthy. But because food is healthy, it doesn't mean to say that you can eat as much of it as you want. Mm. Um, And you can overeat on healthy foods just the same as you can overeat on junk food too. So it is something that you can enjoy, enjoy with caution, um, make sure you do portion control it, um, and then put the lid on the jar or the plastic top, whatever size you've got in your home, and put it back in the cupboard and enjoy and move away from it. Because I, before now, have had celery and the actual tub in front of me. Yeah. And I'm just keeping on going back in. I did not, I've not portion control. Using the celery as a spoon rather than as part of the meal. Yeah. So it's like a big teaspoon probably. Yeah. And then going back in with some more as well. And one of the girls I used to work with before, she done a whole jar of it on a shift once. Blimey. I know, imagine. That that is quite scary. That has got to be what, a Three, four thousand calories. Oh my gosh, like I wouldn't even want to work that out. It's gonna to be tons. Mm. When um when we do our cycling thing, I think we work it out that one peanut butter sandwich is the equivalent to around about eight hundred calories. Is it? Yeah. And if you compare that to say a, a chicken sandwich, which yeah. I think is about with even without the dressing is about three hundred calories. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a mega amount, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay, steer away from the peanut butter. Next <laughs> week, it's getting to, I swear, winter is on its way. Uh, next week, we're going to start talking about some really great recipes you can uh, get ready, get done, get made, and then get out and go to work, and life will be done for you in a very simple thing. We are going to free up around about a whole working day for you through recipes next week. Don't forget, because <laughs> I just did, um, <laughs> you can ask us questions via tarahammett.com or um, via thewave.co.uk and subscribe as well. That would be lovely and tell everyone how amazing we are. Okay, thank you.